What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Now we go to Deputy National Security Advisor under President Trump, uh, Victoria Coates, who's also with the Heritage Foundation. Victoria, it is shocking to see what's happening. Uh, first of all, the price of oil, as we talked about, guess who's benefiting, as you just heard from John? Uh, the Russians are and Iran is. Uh, you can't make this up. No, it's good to be with you all. You know, as Americans look at 2024, you know, and what the decisions they're going to be making, some of the most important topics for them are, you know, gas, groceries and rent. And a country like Yemen should not be on their radar screen unless it's somewhere that Chandler from Friends once visited. You know, this should not be a problem for them. But because of what's happening in Yemen, their gas prices are about to go up. And, you know, it was so wildly irresponsible for the Biden administration to take these Iranian-sponsored terrorists, the Houthi, off the foreign terrorist organization list in March of 21. I mean, they've been doing nothing but terrorism ever since, and it's going to make Americans' lives harder. Why did they do that? And, and what are we going to do? I can't believe that. I can't believe Isn't that. That shocking? was one of the first things Biden did. Yeah, but yes. I can't believe that that's stupid. Yeah, why, that's stupid. Right. Why would you, why in God's name would you do that, Victoria? Victoria. Victoria, let me ask you this question. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Yeah. Don't step on each other's lines, guys. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Victoria, go ahead. Victoria answer. On on the Houthi, because we did it, we put them on the list and we went through a really exhaustive legal process to do that. It's not something the president can just do with a, a stroke of a pen. You have to actually meet a criterion. They didn't like the fact that we had done it. So they reversed it. It was one of the first concessions they gave to the Iranians. I heard you talking about that, Rita, a minute ago along with not enforcing the sanctions. They're trying to tempt them back to the negotiating table. And what did it do? It made the region unstable. It made Israel less safe. And it ultimately makes Americans less safe. Well, I said it. I had a a discussion with Senator Lieberman last week. But with Iran, with all the excess money, they have an excess of $2 billion a week. With all the excess money, they are funding the Houthis. They are funding the Hamases. They are funding Hezbollah. the Hezbollah and anybody else that needs money, you know, you know, just apply. <laughs> How sad is that? Is it, I mean, at a time like this that we actually said we're going to try to play favorites with Iran. And look, now this group is firing on U.S. troops. And the other thing, Victoria, where is President Biden? He has not said it. You know, it was a stunning statement I heard this week. And Chris Van Hollen, Democrat, uh, came out and he actually said on one of the Sunday shows, well, if they kill Americans, then we'll really respond. I'm thinking, what are they waiting for? Well, it's it's a matter of time. And we've had things like some of these pot shots that have been fired at our guys hitting like a flagpole. So by grace of God, we have not lost an American. So that's not really a strategy in my mind. And, you know, we had an architecture in place, because if you think back all the way back, dating ourselves to 2019 time frame, when we had Iranian attacks on commercial shipping, uh, through the Arabian Gulf, we actually put together a regional na- uh, naval kind of patrol that was quite effective in countering that and documenting it. 
Uh, and they, the Biden people let it just atrophy until the UAE pulled out of it last year. You know, so they, they just didn't care. They didn't keep up the stuff that we had put into place to mitigate this danger. And now, as you said, they're firing ballistic missiles. That's not something that Houthi could do naturally. Uh, they're going after commercial ships. They're going after Norwegian ships. They're going after Liberian ships. They don't care. They just want to be disruptive. Well, Victoria, so what are we waiting for? One of our ships to be hit, them to blow out a merchant marine ship? And then if Biden does nothing then, what have we done in sending a message to Iran? We're weak. We're not going to fight back. It's all yours. No, Judge, I mean, that's particularly the problem here, because if we do nothing, this is Obama's red line in Syria all over again. It's going to invite all sorts of bad behavior from different actors. Uh, And I don't understand what they're waiting for. I mean, they've got the aircraft carrier group for the Eisenhower more or less in place. There are extraordinary things that we are capable of with that kind of asset in the region in terms of of, we we know where the Houthi are. I mean, we could hit them. We could hit their, you know, their various capabilities and stop this. But for whatever reason, Biden doesn't want to take a strong action here and doesn't want to be seen as actually going after the Iranians, despite what they're doing. So, unfortunately, are the Houthis considered Iranians, aren't they, in uh, Yemen? They're in Yemen, but they're supported by Iran. Yeah, well, right, weaponry right. comes from Iran. Well, their money comes from uh, Iran. And they're training and they're equipping. Bear in mind, they can't fire a ballistic missile. The Houthis aren't terribly smart. And they're not great shots, but if they've got the IRGC, if they've got the Iranian military with them, they they can learn. And that's what's been happening. How dangerous is all of this sort of Biden appeasement policy or the weakness that I'm seeing, especially in the last like week or so, uh, Victoria, with Israel? I mean, there are there was a new poll out. We were just talking about it. It's like 50 percent of the people think, well, Hamas wasn't that bad. Uh, they actually said in this poll, I can't believe this, Victoria, 42 percent said uh, no problem to be gay in the Palestinian territories. If you're in Gaza, are you kidding me? I mean, they clearly have no understanding of this fanatic behavior of these individuals. There is such a lack of understanding. And our president You know, he says one thing at one moment and then another time he says, well, Israel, you know, I don't want you to just indiscriminately bomb people as if they're indiscriminately bombing people. I just you're seeing a very public break and private break with the president and the leadership of Israel. That's dangerous when you're in war. No, it really is. And it points to the political problem that this White House finds themselves in, because if you look at the cross tabs of that polling, Rita, it's it's the 18 to 24 year old that are trending that way, that support for the Palestinians falls off a cliff for both Democrats and Republicans after the age of 24. Why? Because this is what they're being taught in school. This is the anti-Semitic CRT, you know, critical race theory kinds of fueled, I use scare quotes around scholarship in this context, but this is the scholarship that's being force-fed to our children in school right now so that they think that the Palestinians are the oppressed uh, group, that they're the ones that would be inclusive and, you know, allow gays to live openly together. I mean, somebody should show them a picture of the gay people hanging off of cranes. Uh, That's how they're treated in these very rigid Islamist societies. So that is not something uh, that I think most of these kids would actually espouse. But the problem is, 
Biden needs that demographic. He needs those kids who came out and supported him in, you know, 2022 and 2020 over student loan forgiveness. Uh, he needs them to get elected. And if he goes too strongly in support of Israel, which I think pretty much everybody in the administration who's over 25 knows is the right thing to do, he might not get reelected. It's a problem. You know, who doesn't know is Kamala Harris, because she's apparently trying to push him to go softer <laughs> exactly. uh, on, you know, on the Palestinian and especially. I mean, you know what I can't um, understand? How uh, a lot of my gay friends are very smart people. I mean, don't they realize that uh, uh, that sect, uh, the Hoosiers and the uh, yeah, that whole group. They're, they're, the whole group. Yeah, they're horrible. They, 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 they hate gays and they throw them off the roof. Right. They, they would, sadly, I mean, they are just so despicable to the gay population and what they would have done uh, to a lot of these people. They have no clue. It just shows such a disconnect. Uh, Victoria Coates, thank you very, very much. Thank we you, really Victoria. appreciate you being here. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you so much.